0: Cheers, my friend, and welcome to a podcast episode. With it being number 239, you know, a few years' worth of shows, I cannot believe that we have never, ever, ever talked about wine. Now, about two out of three people, I mean responsible adults, enjoy a big girl drink, and about a third of those drink wine, which by my math and this show's audience of three means you drink wine. So an episode all about you. And really, shouldn't it be that way? So let's wine together about a other people even the ones who drink wine for an episode where you won't tell me to put a cork in it on the podcast we call street curb curiosity Hokey smoke, Bullwinkle. That's a lot of people who drink wine. And, well, we've, well, I've never whined about any of them. Look, in all these podcasts, I've talked about coffee and and beer and whiskey, even freaking water. But somehow tannins, well, they've never touched my lips in podcast form until now. And I did the rough math. Two-thirds of us drink, and one-third of those two-thirds drink wine. Actually, we have more beer drinkers than anything else, the freaking heathens. But with that math, that says we have about 70 million winos in the USA. In America, man, I gotta give it to you. You're at the top of the list. The United States drinks the most wine out of any freaking place in the planet. Portugal actually has the most wine drinkers per capita. And I hear that is a fun place. Well, how? Well, the data heads say that the wine drinkers in Portugal drink about a liter a week. A week? a week. I know people who do that in a night, on a slow night, like like a school night. And as for drinking the most, it's the United States, then France, then Italy, then Germany, and the UK. Four of the top five are in Europe. Hmm. You know, a German friend of mine asked me to pick up dry wine for her, and I showed up with a bottle, and she asked, well, where's the other two? German, Eins, Look, you ever watch Hogan's Heroes? Follow along, okay? Now, Russia comes in after that. China is a big number eight. And finally, from South America, Argentina comes in at number nine as the country that drinks the most wine. And there's a few types of wines out there. You know this. There's reds, whites, rosés, sparkling wines. But overall, there are about 200 types by taste and by style. Even champagne, champagne, Pagney, as the Three Stooges would say, which is a sparkling wine. Oh, here's a bit of trivia for you that I know you're going to share the next time you're out for a drink and you're drinking champagne. A corked bottle of champagne has about the same air pressure as a truck tire. Ugh. Oh, don't feel deflated or any pressure to know that nugget of useless info that you're going to share the next time you're out for a drink. Well, the other question, why, why even pop open a bottle? I mean, why are we even talking about this swill? Spoken like a true whiskey guy, right? Well, as usual, it comes from something I just personally experienced. Uh, why are we talking about that grape juice? Well, I went to a wine festival the other day, saw all types of wine drinkers, and realized there's a lot of different people out there who drink wine. Some are normal and some are, well, you know. And I thought, wow, I've never made fun of these people before. What an opportunity. Now, look, I like wine as well. I mean, that night I was slurping down some fine reds, even tried a Chardonnay and a Prosecco. And the plan for the night was, well, you know, wine a little and laugh a lot. But in the end, I did laugh with a lot of wine at a lot of people. I'll even put a few links in the show notes of some of the unique wines that I've tried that you may want to look up. Mostly because I did find some fine cabs, which, by the way, is what we drink the most. We just love our cabs. What, you thought Uber? No. In the United States, we drink Cabernet. Yes, seven out of ten wine drinkers like red wines. And that includes Lambrusco, you freaking boomer. Uh, What, no Boone's Farm? You know, it got me thinking, how are male millennials just like a fine wine? Well, many are sitting alone, untouched, in the dark in the basement. Oh, come on. We're, we're, We're only in about four minutes into the podcast, and I'm already picking on millennials. Aww. Here's your sippy cup with wine, of course. Hey, thanks. You know, Speaking of Cabernets, if you have a few bottles from the 90s in basement, like we were talking about, especially Napa Reds, it is time to drink those bad boys. They ain't going to age much better. They're actually of age. And if you want something newer and less expensive, I have been educated that you should look for the year of 2019. It is at its peak. Now, just last week, I was at a restaurant and said to the waiter, I'd like to get a bottle of wine. And he looks at me and asks, well, what year? And I said, well, I'd like to have it now if I can. Which brings me to the different kind of wine drinkers that we know or that we encounter. Oh, hell, make fun of. And yikes, as Scooby-Doo might say, you may even be one. Now, to start, like me telling you about some good years for Cabernet, we have uh, the wine snob. Yes, they're going to tell you every detail of the region or of the year or the type of wine and the type of... Of soil in all the reasons that wine just may taste like cat piss. And of course, they have recommendations of the best ever, all while drinking whatever is in front of them. Oh, that's a 5% Petit melot. It, it, so, so obvious, don't you think? Ooh, let me taste that again. Wine Snob. S-N-O-B seeking newly opened bottle. Oh, and that scarf around your neck, well, that looks funny too. Oh, and the one thing that really drives me nuts with some of these wine snobs, it's all the good wine they waste. They spit, they sip and then they spit. They sip and then they spit, sip and spit. Well, why spit out something that's perfect to swallow? If you know what I mean. And no, 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 no. I am not touching that one with a 750 milliliter bottle. Uh, I think you can leave that one to the wine snobs. Oh, which is not to be confused with the wine collector. Looking high and low for bottles in the basement. Yeah, oh, I can't drink that. I'm saving that. I'm saving it for what? Oh, to show off the bottle at my next wine party. (laughs) Oh, shut up. Look, life is too short to drink bad wine. Don't keep things all bottled up. Drink this shit. It's there for you to enjoy. The next type of person we're going to make fun of, well, there's the newbie. Yeah, you know them. Oh, I've never had good wine before. Is this what good wine tastes like? Yes, it does. And five glasses later, I've never felt like this. Uh, It must have been the 20. 2018 Merlot, not the 2019. I got to stay away from that year. Just go back to White Claw, okay? Or maybe you're the budget box drinker. You know, whatever is on sale. I just want to get something that's going to mess me up. See, I didn't use the F word this time. Look, it doesn't even have to come in a box. You you could get a bottle of Barefoot Moscato for about five, six bucks, and, well, have yourself a good time. Or the other end, there's the person who only buys expensive wines. You know, the more expensive, the better. And, And there are really rare wines out there, like the one in Germany from 350 AD, yeah, it's just a tad expensive because there's only one freaking bottle on the planet, but I'm really talking about the stuff you can buy today. And I hope that debit card of yours can handle 19000 freaking dollars for a bottle of Romani Conti. You see, it comes from a four-acre farm in Burgundy, France, and it's a, it's a high-quality grape for a perfect Pinot Noir. Okay, wine snob we are we already freaking talked about you. oh, what do you call a red wine in prison? Oh, that's easy. It's a penal Noir <laughs> really? You snickered at that one. Stop oh then then there's the foodie. you love foodies, don't you? I love foodies. They always know the wine that's perfect for well, fill in a the blank. They may even love to cook with wine. They may even put some of the wine in the food when they're cooking. Think about that. There's fish, there's a fine beef, That squid pasta. Well, I have a question. What pairs nicely with a quart of ice cream, a bag of corn chips, and some tearjerker chick flick? Huh, I'm having quite a day. Oh, want to impress your friends? Well, here's some solid pairings for you, and I'm being educational here. Oysters and chablis, Chinese food and a bordeaux rosé, steak and a California cabernet, scallops and a chardonnay. Why is all this shit rhyming? Thai food? Try a Pinot Gris. Sea bass and an albarino. Salmon and a Pinot Noir. You're welcome. Okay, see, you could be a foodie now. Uh, Speaking of foodies, I had one friend tell me about a wonderful, perfect food. It's all natural, contains fiber, has lots of protein, even good fats. Uh, Well, I looked at this person and shouted, that's nuts! Nuts? 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 Think about that one, okay? Oh, and speaking of nuts, the health nut. Oh, uh, you know, I, I have to have that certain kind of red wine with the with the correct acidity. And only five ounces. I can only have five ounces a day. I have it every day at 8.25 p.m. right before my Metamucil. It's good for my heart, you know. Uh, you think I'm joking? Uh-huh. Well, the real joke is the recommended amount of wine to drink. And I'm talking about how much you should have in just one day. And you better listen to your doctor, damn it. I mean, they're they're the ones wearing that white lab coat with their name on it. They have to have their shit together, right? Well, listen up. Pay attention for a change. Drink no more than one glass a day one glass a day well that's for the ladies for the guys it's no more than two glasses a day and if you're a boomer well you're screwed that's just back to one glass a day if you're a guy oh and newsflash i'm sorry to tell you that that one drink that one glass is five one two three four five five ounces how Merlot can you go? Five freaking ounces? You know, that's 10 tablespoons. If you're a whiskey drinker like me, that, that's like four shots of wine. Really? In one day, four shots? And if you really hate math, well, by the experts' numbers, one bottle equals five glasses of wine you heard right, five glasses of wine out of one bottle. Now I hear you thinking, but what really isn't a bottle? It's made of glass, isn't it like one big glass? It does not work that way. But I got to tell you also, some wine is actually good for you. Yes, at my last doctor's visit, he did tell me to drink more wine. Well, what he was really saying is I should drink less whiskey, but but I think I know what he meant. And no, drinking a bottle with a straw does not count. Which kind of leads us to another type of wine drinker. You know them, you may be one, you love them. The bottle a day club. Ah, the bottle a day club. And no, I'm not talking about something you buy on Instagram. You get home from work, you gotta pop open a bottle and... Well, where the hell did it all go? And yes, they have the excuses, too. You know, them. Well, I, I don't want the wine to spoil. I can't get that damn cork back in. It tastes shitty the next day. Uh, oh, and it's a great way to unwind. I mean, you know, come on, one bottle and two episodes of some show on Netflix? It's the perfect end of a day. And I know, I know, wine is cheaper than therapy. Oh, and speaking of needed therapy, you just may need to pour yourself another big heaping glass of wine after this this episode cuz you just enjoyed enjoyed yeah or well, listen to episode number 239 wow on this bingeworthy, pungent yet kind of dry podcast that we call street curb curiosity